0: Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. This is for Bonnie. Who made the mountains? Who made the trees? Who made the rivers flow to the sea? And who when the earth is dry Somebody bigger than you and mine Who made the flowers to bloom in the spring? Who made the song for the robins to sing?
1: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Sunday online worship service. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the senior minister of Unity of Farmington Hills, and I want to give a shout out to our music team for that amazing opening congregational song. Carl Schluter, it was awesome. You, you gave Bonnie McNamara her wish to have a song sang by Elvis, and I appreciated it too. So thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Carl Schluter, Bernard, Michael, Carl Claes, and Lauren. Lauren, thank you for providing the lyrics so we could sing along with you all. It was amazing as usual. I'm gonna share our announcements at this time, and then we will continue with our service. First of all, I wanna thank everybody who showed up yesterday for our cleanup day. It was good to see you all, and I truly appreciated you taking time out of your busy schedule to come out and help us clean up the garden. I invite you all to join us today after service for our Sunday Fellowship Gathering, which will be at 11 a.m. Even those of you who are visiting, feel free to come fellowship with us. And our next Youth Sunday Service is today at 1 p.m. This service is for all children, ages five to 11. So if you know any children at that, during, in that age group, feel free to have them participate. If you have any questions regarding the Youth Sunday Service, feel free to email Sharon Clase at youth at unityfh.com. Our Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. This is a perfect time for everyone to check in, connect with each other, be inspired by each other, and most of all, to laugh. <laughs> and tomorrow evening is our next Critical Conversations meeting. It'll be at 7 p.m., Everyone is welcome. Come join me in making a difference in this world by being beacons of love and understanding. And feel free to invite others to join us as well. Our weekly Bible study is is Wednesday at 1 p.m. It's from 1 to 3 p.m. So if you're interested in going into a deeper understanding of spiritual scripture, feel free to bring your Bibles and join us. And then our weekly meditation service is Wednesday evening at 7 pm. Also, the next men's group meeting is on June 19th, which is next Saturday at 10 a.m. It will be held on the church uh, the, the, in the church backyard again. Masks are required for this meeting. And as part of our plan to return to in-person services and events at the church, We ask that everyone read and sign our COVID-19 protocols agreement. Just go to our website, click on the uh, COVID protocol on the homepage, read and fill out that form, and then click submit. that's all you have to do. If you aren't able to do that, there will be forms that you can fill out. If you have not already done so, there will be forms at the church that you can fill out before you participate in our events. There will be no women's group, men's group, Critical Conversations meetings or Family Trivia Night during the months of July and August. We will resume those activities in September after Labor Day. For the links to all our activities, classes, group meetings and events, please visit our website at unityfh.com. To sign up for our email blast, go down to the bottom of the screen, fill out that form on the bottom of the screen and hit submit. If you would like to become a member of our church or if you want, need to update your membership for this year, go to our website and click on the About Us. Under there is the membership form. Fill that out and hit submit and you will be a new member or you will have renewed your membership. If you would like to schedule an appointment to talk with me or if you'd like me to pray with you, Please email me at seniorminister@unityfh.com at unityfh.com or call me at 248-737-9191. If I don't answer, please leave a message. I will return your call. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You may also email your prayer request to our prayer ministry. That email is prayerchaplains@unityfh.com. at unityfh.com. And after the prayer requests have been prayed over, they will be sent to silent unity to be held in prayer for 30 days. I want to thank our prayer chaplains, Roxanne Barry and Eileen Limburg for your sacred service to our spiritual community. It is greatly appreciated. This concludes our announcements for today. And now as we join our music team in singing Shirley to presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The daily word for today, Sunday, June 13th, 2021, is world peace. The affirmation reads, Peace shared between people spreads throughout the world. Let's affirm that together. Peace shared between people spreads throughout the world. And the message reads, I contribute to world peace when I join in spirit with all people who dedicate themselves to expressing divine love united in the belief that god is within everyone i affirm the divinity of humankind and honor each person as a unique expression of god i recognize and release any kinds uh, any unkind thoughts or feelings toward any person or group of people i respect all others and seek to learn more about customs and beliefs that are unfamiliar to me as I grow in a spirit of kinship. I believe a warm, friendly attitude communicates my intentions as effectively as my words. I smile easily and extend myself to others in a spirit of friendship. I remain mindful that as as peace flowers between individuals, Peace grows in the world. And the scripture for today's daily word comes from Micah chapter 4, verse 3. And it reads, Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. I like that. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And just allow your consciousness to float right down into your heart center, in the center of your chest. And this this is where we acknowledge the presence of God and the love of God. And there is only one power and one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, and that's God the Good Omnipotent. And as we thank you, God, for co-creating with us our life, we acknowledge that because we are one with you, we are also good as well. And so as we allow ourselves to come more, to become more in tune with the Christ within, we open our hearts and our minds to hear your message, to understand your message, and to allow your message to guide us in living in this world. Thank you for your mighty gift of love, God, that loves no matter what. And we lift this prayer in the mighty name and nature of that indwelling, loving Christ. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate, spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled People Get Ready. It'll be led by Bernard, and I will be back with our message for today.
2: Who uh-huh. To say his own.
1: Ready, there's a train coming. I love that song. Thank you, Bernard. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Michael, Carl Schluter, Carl Clace, and Lauren and Bernard. That was beautiful as usual. And Lauren, thank you for per- putting the beautiful video to that to tie it all together. Amazing as usual. <laughs> so, there was this lady who was a, she was a blind lady and she um, went skydiving. <laughs> the next day, her friend asked her, how was the skydiving? And she said, oh, I had a great time. <laughs> it scared the heck out of my dog, though. <laughs> anyway, oh, man, that is so funny to me. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I want to continue Our discussion on imagination last week, we started a discussion on imagination because in unity, June represents our spiritual power of imagination and Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder of unity says that imagination is the faculty of the mind that images and forms It's the power to shape and form thought. He says the imaging faculty resides at the nerve center between the eyes. So imagination is our power to image, to picture, to conceptualize, to envision, and to dream. And the disciple that represents imagination is Bartholomew, who represents positive thoughts held in mind. I love this phrase that I heard, that if we don't like the conditions we are attracting, we can change them by building new images with the eye of the mind and the faculty of imagination. The eye of the mind is spiritual sight. And the faculty of imagination is our ability to take and shape divine ideas into images that we can now co-create the manifestation of in our life. And last week, I remember the uh, quote from I remember saying the quote from Albert Einstein that says imagination is everything. It's the preview of upcoming attractions I love that but if you don't believe in what you're imagining that it is going to happen in your life if you don't have faith in what you're imagining the only thing is it will not happen you will have what you're worried about that will supersede what you are trying to imagine, the new um, images that you're trying to the new, build in your mind through the eye of the mind. So if you're spirit, if you're not coming from true spiritual sight, true sp- spiritual sight is rooted in faith. Then the imagination is useless because you'll keep revisiting the human realm and you'll keep co-creating with God those limited separate things circumstances that you do not like, the conditions that you do not like. You become the magnet of it, the vibration of it, the emotion of it, the energy of it, and you be- and you co-create with God the attraction of it in your life. The, you, you activate the law of, of vibration, which then becomes the law of attraction, and you begin to attract those circumstances in your life. In order to attract new circumstances in your life, you have to completely change and root your consciousness in faith. And so you have to have the eyes to see, which means come from spiritual sight. And so today I want the title of my talk is the eyes to see. And my scriptural reference for today comes from Mark is chapter eight, verses 13 through 21. And in this scripture, Jesus has just fed the multitude of 4,000 with seven loaves of bread and afterwards, the Pharisee, the Pharisees uh, come to him who find out he's in the area and they demand from him, the, testing him, they demand him that he show them a sign, a miraculous sign from heaven to prove the, his authority. And Jesus decides, I'm not doing that. So he ends up leaving. So I'm going to read the, the next section that's. Verse 13. Again, this is Mark eight chapter uh, Mark chapter eight, verses 13 through 21. This is verse 13. So he got back into the boat and left them and he crossed to the other side of the lake. The title of the next section is yeast of the Pharisees and Herod, but the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. As they were crossing the lake, he, Jesus warned them watch out beware of the yeast of the Pharisee and the inherit and verse 16 at this they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread Jesus knew what they were saying so he said why are you arguing about having no bread don't you know or understand even yet are your hearts too hard to take it in you have eyes can't you see you have ears can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterwards? 12, they said. And when I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? Seven, they said. Don't you understand yet? He asked them. And if we go... Uh, This is also in Matthew as well. I'm going to go over uh, the Matthew one as well. Matthew, uh, Mark and Luke have many of the same stories that are the teachings of Jesus. And that's why they're called the synoptic gospels. John is a little bit different. John comes from a more mystical uh, perspective, a more metaphysical perspective. But here Jesus is telling them to beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. Now, Pharisees in the metaphysical meaning represent, well, first of all, Pharisees were the um, religiously educated Of Jesus's day and their minds all claimed the to do the works of the Lord. And in and they claimed that anyone who was doing the works of the Lord that was not part of their group were fakes. And even if they were praying and using the spiritual, uh, the spirit coming from a spiritual place in their heart that actually healed and created some good They said that that was coming from a power of evil an evil power. So Pharisees uh, Charles Fillmore says that Pharisees represent thoughts pertaining to the realm of form and they do not know truth They c- they do not know that truth comes into ins- in expression in the consciousness of spirit So they are always looking for a sign that you come from Jesus, that you, I mean, that you come from heaven. They always need to see a sign in order to believe, but you cannot have a sign of the presence of God in the physical realm because the presence of Christ within, the presence of God is spiritually discerned. Understanding law from a spiritual perspective takes spiritual discernment. Seeing through the eyes of spirit comes from spiritual imagination. It doesn't come from the mental imaging it. It comes from spiritual imaging. It comes from a feeling that opens up in the spiritual realm where you can cultivate and form and shape from substance, which is the mind of God. The Pharisees weren't there. And Herod is just the, just the same. Herod represents the ruling will of the physical. It's the ego that is connected and caught up and focused on sense consciousness, this physical world. So Jesus knew he couldn't convince the Pharisees of anything because they're coming from the wrong state of consciousness. You cannot convince a human what is of spirit. You have to be in spiritual consciousness in order to understand and discern from the spiritual realm. And when you truly understand and discern from the spiritual realm, you move into the ability to create in the spiritual realm because your mind is focused on the faith of God inside of you. Just as Jesus did. Jesus fed the multitudes right there in the midst of the twelve disciples and the fact that they're arguing over bread means that they had forgotten it. They had forgotten it. They didn't even go back into their consciousness, into their imagination to pull up the memories that they had just received of Jesus feeding the multitudes. Maybe. And I believe that one loaf of bread was probably what was left over from when the leftovers from Jesus feeding the multitudes. So how many times has God worked in our lives and we conveniently forget When we get caught up in another trial or tribulation and we start to try to figure it out ourselves, looking at the circumstances from a human perspective and forget that we don't go to the human perspective for our life to be changed. We if you want a circumstance or condition to change, you have to go into the eye of the mind, which is the eye of the spiritual mind, which is the eye of God. You have to ask God, give me the eyes to see This perspective from your, this situation from your perspective, you have to look higher. You have to go higher. You have to see the circumstance from a higher perspective. These disciples were not doing that. And that's what it represents. It represents when our thoughts start to wonder what's going on. When we start to move into doubt, watch out, beware of the yeast. Yeast represents doubt and see yeast is an ingredient that is put into bread. Or pizza dough, or different things to make it rise. And so, when he's saying here, "Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees," he's saying, "Beware of the consciousness of the Pharisees that you are got, you guys are um, about to um, embark upon, to move into a state of worry and concern and emotional turmoil because of this one loaf of bread." And he goes on to say. Why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you know or understand yet? And he tells them that are your hearts too hard to take it in? Have you? You have eyes and can't see. You have ears and can't hear. Now, when we go over to Matthew chapter 16, verse 11, Jesus says, why can't you understand that I'm not talking about bread? So again, I say, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And in verse 12, so this is Matthew chapter 16. I'm at verse 12 now. Then at last they understood that he wasn't speaking about the yeast and bread, but about the de- deceptive teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. The back in that day, the laws were added on to it wasn't following just God's law, God's rule, God's spiritual law. They made up their own laws and followed their own laws. And so their laws were caught up in logic, their laws were caught up in the letter of the law. Their, their what they followed was caught up in the scriptures and reading the scriptures literally and following scriptures literally. Jesus was telling them. Don't go in the same consciousness as the, as the Pharisees and Sadducees or the Pharisees and Herod, the Herod consciousness. Let's move past that. Now, I remember in my life, over and over again, I would doubt. And my dad would say, well, did you pray? And I say, yeah, I prayed. And he would say, why are you worrying? Because if you're going to worry, there's no need to pray. And if you're going to pray, there's no need to worry. He would say, let go of it. When you pray, let God. Lg lg, In our circumstances right now with everything that's going on in this world, we've already talked about last week linking the prayer of faith with the spirit, with imagination. Now I'm saying as you link the prayer of faith with imagination, remember back, in, use your imagination to go back into your life to the times that God has showed up for you over and over and over again. And if you haven't had a trial or a tribulation that was strong enough, that seemed like the mountain that couldn't be moved, live a little bit longer. You will. And in those moments that you do, it is important for you to keep your faith focused on God. That's that saying, um, what would Jesus do? WWJD. That is the same thing that we are meant to do. Now, the weird thing, the interesting thing is they were with Jesus when he fed the multitudes both times. They're with Jesus on the boat right now in this circumstance right now. And they're still wandering and worrying. They haven't caught it yet. They've been listening to the, 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 word of God. They've been experiencing the word of God, but they haven't caught it with having the eyes to see. And there's sometimes in our life where we may get a, we may pray over our circumstance, we may speak over our circumstance, but somewhere in our mind, those disciples, those thoughts are not convinced. And in those times, we are, we are being charged to ask God to give us the eyes to see. Now, I have, the, I have the ears to hear. But until your ears to hear are linked with the eyes to see, you have not truly stepped into faith. Charles Fillmore says that the metaphysical spiritual uh, definition of faith is the, it is the perceiving power of the mind linked with the sh- a power of the mind to shape substance. The power of the mind to shape substance is your imagination, your spiritual imagination. So I, I challenge us today to take those times when we are sitting here trying to figure out what we're, how we're going to solve this situation, how we're going to work something out. And it doesn't come to your mind. Do not uh, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees of Herod. Watch out. Bring your mind back to God and ask God to show you Ask God to give you the ears to hear and the eyes to see you have to go into prayer. That's the fifth. The fourth unity principle is to align your mind with God through prayer meditation. But you also have to speak it out because you when you speak it out, the words go out. And it. But and it starts to shape the universe, the the substance in God's mind. Your mind lines up with the mind of God and you get to practice what God did when God created this world and when God created man. God created the world in the spiritual imagination of God. And then the, the Christ created it in the physical realm of this world. In your mind, you are linked. You are one with the spiritual imagination of God. Tap into it, link it, c- c- and you're already one with it. Tune into it and ask God to give you the eyes to see in the circumstances, in the situation. With COVID right now, ask God to give you the eyes to see. I promise you every circumstance that we go through that feels like it is a bad circumstance, somewhere in that situation, somewhere in that trial and that tribulation, somewhere in there, God is working for your good. God is working for your good with this systemic racism that's going on in the United States. that has been going on in the United States for over 400 years. God is still working for our good. What was meant for evil? God will create into good, but you have to have the eyes to see. Now we have the ears to hear to speak it forth and to pray it, but we have to have the eyes to see in order to envision it in our mind. And the best way to do it because there are some people I'm re- I've uh, as I researched this, I realized that there are even some people who cannot imagine something in their mind's eye. That's called aphantasia. And there's some of us who are so super sensitive in our imagination that it becomes so real that what we're imagining becomes so real. The things that we revisit in our mind, the memories that come forth are so real It's called hyperphantasia. But you move past the mental imaging into the spiritual imaging. We read, we we studied last week that if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can tell this mountain move from here to there, and nothing is impossible. It is possible for you to move into the spiritual eyes of God. It is possible for you to move into spiritual sight. It is possible for you to use spiritual imagination to see how God is working. In your life and you do it by visualizing and seeing and looking in the circumstance to see where truth is manifesting, where spiritual law is manifesting. And in those times that you do not like the circumstances you are attracting and it with systemic racism, this is going to take a lot more than us. Imagining it and having faith in it, we still have to walk forward in it as well. But the purpose of imagining it is to keep us in a higher quality of life through the feelings that we have in the trust in God, in the dreaming it to be so spiritual dreaming through spiritual imagination, knowing that God is working in our life with COVID, knowing that God is mastering that and God is uh, making that leave this consciousness of the human realm as well, that God is working in our life. And some of us, even through COVID, have had the best year that we've ever had in our life because we aligned our imagination up with the imagination of God. We tapped into the spiritual sight. We let God open us up in spiritual imagination. We began to visualize it in our mind. We began to open ourselves up to what God was guiding us to do. We began to picture ourselves doing it and picturing how we felt if we didn't know exactly what we were supposed to be doing, how we felt at the end of the tunnel and out of that imagination and 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 even if we couldn't feel it inside we imagine ourselves feeling it god brings you to imaging something new and as you image something new through thoughts held in mind god produces it in your life so i have had the most amazing year of my life doing, going through covid our church has blossomed and flourished going through covid As we visualize and affirmed an expansive congregation where our halls are filled, our sanctuary is filled, and now our classrooms are filled. We have been growing using the power of affirmation and imagination. We have started again our youth, our Sunday youth services. I imagined that we would have a prayer ministry at our church and we have the prayer ministry at our church. When you imagine it, God will show you your part in it and you step forth and you do your part in it. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what we've been doing. And out of that, God has blossomed us through the experience of COVID. We have been flourishing as a spiritual community and as a church through COVID. We had one casualty where one of our members passed away. And I send light and love to her beautiful spiritual expression. And it made us become even more grateful to life, grateful for the experience of life. And it made us become even more conscious of how we're going to open up this church, which is why, why we are being so aware Of how we step into the experience of in-person services together. But even in that, God has been guiding us. Even in your life right now, I want you to just visualize and realize and know and have faith that God's guiding you as well. And God will never stop. It is a perpetual, ongoing experience of spiritual maturity. It is time for us to move into a greater understanding of having the eyes to see, to ask God to give us the eyes to see, give us the ears to hear so that as we speak forth through the, the word of God, faith comes from hearing and from hearing by the word of God. As we speak forth the word of God, we begin to envision that word being manifest in our life. And as you envision it in the eyes of spirit, in the eyes of God, You co-created in your physical world. Aren't you ready to live through the eyes to see? Aren't you ready to live as Jesus did? When Jesus said, watch out, be aware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And then the other scripture says Pharisees and Sadducees. He's telling you, do not doubt. Even if you only have a, a, a faith of the seed of the mustard seed, The the, the size of mustard seed lean into that faith and only that faith lean into that the word of God open up to have the ears to hear God speaking inside of you and as you hear the God speaking inside of you your faith begins to manifest and activate the vision of it inside of you and then go ahead and live according to what God guides you to do and in that we co-create heaven and uh, heaven on earth in your mind, heaven on earth and in the world, heaven on earth, we will have, we will have harmony and peace in our lives. We will have the end of this pandemic. We are almost at the end of it, but we got to stay in the Got to keep speaking it forth. Got to keep believing it. And in your life, wherever there is a circumstance of pain, wherever there is an experience of seeming lack, wherever it is you're having situations in your relationships or at your job or anything that's going on in your life that's concerning you right now, look higher than the, the cir- circumstance and situation. Take your eyes off the circumstance and put your eyes on God and ask ask God to help you to create and build new images With the eyes of spirit. And as you do so, ask God to show you your part in this new vision, in this new image. Ask God to give you the eyes to see what is yours to do. And as you step forth in doing that, the quality of your life will increase because as you walk in faith, as you envision in faith, the experience of peace. Beyond all understanding, and it is beyond all understanding because you're coming from spiritual sight, not physical sight. In physical sight, it does not look like it'll work itself out. But in the spirit realm, nothing is impossible. All things are possible through Christ who strengthens you. And that Christ will open your eyes to see how God is working in your life. And I'm grateful, God, that you are giving us the ears to hear And the eyes to see, and as we get the ears to hear, it builds up our faith. And as we get the eyes to see, it builds up our spiritual imagination. And when they link together, it moves us into a greater experience of faith that we may co-create a better experience in our life. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the eyes to see. Amen. Amen. And so now as we move into our Giving Righteously segment. Let us take a deep breath and just breathe that in. And ask God to give you the eyes to see what donation you are led to give to Unity of Farmington Hills today. And let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love, through me, blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, go, you may go to unityfh.com, click on the donate button there. And as you donate, you may donate through credit card, through debit card or through PayPal. While you are there, if you'd like to also donate to the angel fund, just go ahead and click on angel fund. When you open up the donate button, there's an, uh, there's an option right there. So as you make your donation to the church, you can also make your donation to the angel fund. If you're sending in a check, you may send in your check to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And if you'd like to give to the angel fund through a check, make sure you designate angel fund on the check. This fund is, I'm so grateful and so proud that we are contributing to this beautiful opportunity to create a space where our, any of our members who are going through financial difficulty can draw from the Angel Fund can apply to receive support from the Angel Fund, and for those of you who may need to do so, you may send an email to me requesting the request for assistance application. So you can send it to Senior Minister at unityfh.com, and the prayer chaplains and I will go over it. It is a confidential process. And we will lead you through the process to move towards receiving financial support from the angel fund. I am grateful for the ways that we have grown and expanded and prospered during this COVID experience through our spiritual imagination linked to our spiritual faith, not blind faith, spiritual faith, because we understand that spiritual law works. And when you use affirmations in the consciousness of spiritual law, It works even greater than you can imagine. So thank you for that. And I speak prosperity in your lives and in our spiritual community and in this church and in Farmington Hills and all the cities that you all live in, even those of you who are not in Michigan. I speak prosperity in all of our lives. Thank you, God. Amen. So now we're going to have our second special song entitled Looking for Space. It'll be led by Michael and I will be back to close us in prayer. I'll see you in a little bit.
0: On the road of the experience, I'm trying to find my
1: an eagle where you singing michael (laughs) oh man i love that we have such beautiful singers in our music team thank you michael for leading that and thank you all for that performance and thank you lauren for the video to tie it all together it was awesome (laughs) you guys continue to inspire to inspire to inspire oh it is it's amazing to experience you all the music team thank you nicholas thank you laurel um carl Schluter. Bernard, Michael, Carl Clace, and Lauren, thank you all for always being such a beautiful um, music ministry for our spiritual community. It was was amazing. (laughs) So now we're going to have our prayer, our virtual prayer circle. So I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. And just let your attention float right into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. Bring forth the name of those who you'd like to pray with and now call their name out into this virtual prayer circle knowing that even though we're in different locations we are on one accord in a spiritual circle of love and light as we pray for those who we are concerned for. And as the names go into this spiritual circle this spiritual prayer circle we acknowledge and affirm right now that that one power and that one presence, that there is only one power and one presence active in each and every life right now. Cultivating and co-creating a higher understanding, a higher awareness, a higher vibration, a higher experience of spiritual sight and spiritual imagination in the lives in each and every person we prayed for praying with right now that they may co-create their highest and greatest good with God right now in whatever way their heart needs it. God knows the divine way, God knows the divine timing, and God knows the divine order in which to bring forth the manifestation of those prayers. And we thank you God for answering them right now and manifesting them in their world when you are when in your divine timing. Also acknowledge that every single person who is in unity of Farmington Hills our our spiritual community and connected to our spiritual community is also blessed that God is working behind the scenes in our lives right now and I send forth a heartfelt gratitude for those who have helped me co-create this service today and for those who are in attendance and those who will attend later I thank you God for blessing each and every one of us in the space that best suits whatever it is that we need and for bringing us into having the eyes to see our way of changing the way we see our life so that we can co-create a newer higher expression of it in this world in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ i pray thank you god amen and now let us affirm our prayer for protection together the light of god surrounds us the love of god enfolds us the power of god protects us the presence of god watches over us wherever we are god is and all is well well for those of you who are joining me for our fellowship gathering I'll see you in a little bit for those of you who are not enjoy the rest of your weekend and the rest of your week and remember we have the youth Sunday service today at 1 p.m. so go ahead and bring your children ages 5 to 11 I'm sure you're going to have an uh, they're going to have an awesome time thanks again Sharon I know you're doing an amazing job If you haven't already, I invite you to like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube page. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it has been a joy as always to be here with you all. So as we close, let us sing the peace song with our music team. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.